Yay, I'm so excited. I have like one of my top three favorite people in the world um, on this this particular podcast today. And um, I'm just super excited. You you want to introduce yourself? You want me to introduce you? Or Should be number one since I you uh, know, brought it into the world. But well, I, it's Sonya Cobb, Chanel's um, mom. Well, you know, my spouse is my number one. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, you know, just okay. following the order. Real back up. Got to get under my mantle. Yes, you Brandon. Did. Yes, you did. Welcome to More Time, a podcast about what we believe marriage is. Join us on all the wonderful ups and downs to discover what marriage truly is, a gift. So yes, Sonia Cobb, aka my mommy, the like greatest, one of the greatest people out out here in these streets these days oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> one of the greatest people out here in these streets in these school streets these days so just super excited to have her own and um yeah i don't have anything like she has no idea what kind of questions i'm going to ask her so i'm just excited about that i'm so excited that you like just decided to freestyle this with me oh Let's see. It's so exciting. You should be happy. Welcome to Brandon's world. Allie man. Because he doesn't know what I'm going to say. So <laughs> he doesn't. All right. So um, just a little background on my mom. She's um, She's been in the education world for how long? How long? 28 years. 28 years. That's a long time. 28 Goodness. years. 10 years as a parapro. Goodness. She's done like every role you can do as an Substitute. educator. Yes. Like own personal little daycare. Yes. Substitute, parapro. We worked um, in the special ed a couple years as right. well. Um, teacher, after school program. Like yes. you've literally done yes. every role that a person can do yes. as far as educating a student in a classroom. That is crazy. That is crazy. What have, um, what would you say have been the biggest changes that you've seen over these 28 years when it comes to education? We're not given enough time to the students to actually reflect on what is being taught. Ooh. That yeah. is, that is, we're asking them to um, put the information down on the paper in the form of a test, but we're not allowing them the time in the classroom with the teacher to actually take in the content and discuss it. Mm. I would um I would definitely agree. And I know I teach in a different realm, I guess you would say, right. than public school, which it is completely different. Shout out to my school. Love you all. Love teaching there and what I'm doing. But yes. as someone who's worked in after school programs and seen like public school situations um, yeah, I, I would agree as well that it's just not enough time. And I, I don't even remember whose quote this is, but it's always been just useful and important to me. And, um, I think it's something that, that is reiterated, um, from some of my mentors at school that what is called is more important than what is taught. Amen. I agree. So at the end of the day, you know, I know it's important to know a lot of facts, but what you're going to remember about me and how I treated you and how I taught you to treat other people is what I'm hoping you catch more than the facts that are going out. And I, that, that is totally true. 
That is totally what would be Sonia Cobb through and through as a philosophy. The students that um, talk to me and I still have relationships and they contact me and talk. I, that is the thing. They said, Mrs. Cobb, you would you would give me the extra time that nobody mm. else would. Mm. And you actually would sit down and get to know me, not yeah. based on my knowledge, me. Wow. And we were supposed to do that. And I guess the background of just being a Christian, that's what Jesus does for us. For us. He died so that we could live and that he would, could groom us. And we're mm-hmm. supposed to be grooming our students also. And everything is not about what's in a textbook. It really is how you treat each other. That's very true. And textbooks can be changed. Yes. So that is why it's so important. Um, I think that, uh, granted, I never like planned on being a teacher. And um, no, you did not. I did not. But I no, just, you, you know, it's where I am, and I'm. I, I think I'm pretty. I'm decent at it. I enjoy doing it, and so um, for me, that's the most important thing to me is the relationships that I have with my students. Like right. even during quarantine, the hardest thing for me was not being able to talk with my students. Not even right. necessarily like covering a lesson which is right. important but not being able to just know what kind of headspace they were in or what like how they felt was really really hard for me and shout out to um this past graduating class because they they really helped me to learn the importance of relationships when it comes to being a teacher not that I didn't think it was important I mean I've been a student before I know the teachers that had right. the biggest imprint in my life were the ones who knew me right but being on the other side of it was really different in this past year. They really helped me to see that. And um, it made me a better teacher as well, focusing on those relationships and not just the material. Cause they're smart kids. They'll get the material at some point. <laughs> um, but the relationship piece, how to treat people uh, was more important to me. So um, I guess switching gears a little bit. So, <clears throat> Again, background, you've taught like in every role and now you're pretty much a, a principal. You've been a, an assistant principal, a principal, director, all that. So what do you most miss about being in the classroom versus being in the administrative role? Um, the Actually, I loved teaching. I loved mm. teaching. It was... Um, I like seeing the light bulb come on. That's mm. what I always would tell my kids. Um, Cause you can see it's a, it's another little light, a twigger, a little flicker in their eye. Once you go over something and you teach it and you get them to come explain it back. So we can make sure we're on the same page or where you're going on this to the right. And I'm going to the left so we can merge back and reach the conclusion. And so it's, it's that part of it that I love. The light bulb moment, the aha mm-hmm. moment, as Kyle Eidelman mm-hmm. would say. Mm-hmm. aha, you got it. Mm-hmm. And we have them as adults still. We do. We really do. We just got finished with our Bible study. Um, Chanel and I and our cousins, have, we have a Bible study, and we've had several aha moments mm-hmm. in it. And it comes from us studying and discussing it, but each one of us have an aha moment at a different time. Mm-hmm. It's not always on the same time. Yeah, right? that is very true. 
Very, very true. Mm-hmm. On that note, the aha. So I did just reference Kyle Eidelman. So this book in particular is about the prodigal son and how he finds himself like longing for the pig slop. And he has this aha. It's like, oh, my dad has everything. Everything. I don't need to do this. I'm going to go right. at least ask to be a servant. But that was the moment that it clicked. Right. Like, you, when you he came to your bottom. senses. Yeah. And he was like, he calls it the aha right. moment. So that's a really good book. Go check it out, actually. That's just a segue. Um, it just made me think about it. And I was like, ooh, I should shout him out on that. So Kyle Eidelman, if you happen to be listening, I'm a fan. Just so you know. And so is my mom. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, let me see. Education, principal, teacher, all that. So... As a mother and an administrator, what is it like to see your kids, your own children, following in this path now? Again, we totally had not planned on this. Like, all three of my children are in an educating role. Chanel is at a private school. Um, Derek Jr. is... Um, doing an internship as an assistant principal in a middle school. And Christopher does insurance, but he's in a teaching role with the insurance. He teaches the um, coming agents. And so it's just in our blood. When we mm-hmm. sit at home and we all get together, we talk about some of the issues that's going on. And we all don't, we don't always agree on all topics. But we know how to have a good debate. There's a wrong side and then there's my side, which is usually the right side, if I had to guess. I think that's what she's saying. (laughs) No, I'm not. I learned from my children. I have learned a lot from my children and they're very precious. We really are. So how do you feel about us being educated? I feel like you're a gift to the world of education. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Much as I was trying to steer them away <laughs> from education, they it came full circle and mm-hmm. they're in education. Mm-hmm. And they're, my dad was a professor at a college. Um, my grandparents, which it was his parents, they were educators. They were teachers wow. back in the 50s and 60s. And it's just been, that's just in our blood, even on on my mom's side is education is in our blood. Teaching is in our blood. It is like, there's literally, it's just one of those things you can't, can't steer from really what, what God has called you to do. I mean, I was getting ready to swing that back to, it's really not even about, it's in our bloodline. It's what God has ordained our family seems to be. That's our gift and our destiny to teach along with other things that he has for us. It is. It is. When Jesus shed his blood, the blood that he poured out and called us into for our (laughs) gifts and callings, teaching happened to be the one that our family got. And I love it. Like, I don't have any issue with with being a teacher. Think about it. Jesus was a teacher. Jesus was a teacher. So, (laughs) hey, it's wonderful. I don't. Like, I, um, I just find it funny so many people really don't really enjoy the teaching profession and I get that it's a lot of work but we literally are on the front lines when it comes to really shaping how people see people and how kids learn and view the world like I mean outside of our families teachers are the ones who spend the most time with with children right 
So, and really eight hours that you spend with your family, you're sleeping some of those, those times. And then if you're in extracurriculars and stuff, like you really don't spend that much time with your family. So teachers really are like a lot of big influences. And And it just amazed me because I mean, when I graduated, I never, ever wanted to be a teacher. Mm. I just wanted to be a business major, travel and get married later at 40. Well, get that, married at 40? At 40. And have the first child after Cougar. 40. Ow. And so, wow. <laughs> I mean, my life is totally different from what I thought it was going to be when I graduated from high school. And I actually had a stint of a while. I didn't get my degree till I was 37. Because I just had a um, this taste for higher education. What I had been exposed to. And I was like, some some of the things that I saw with people that had a higher education, advanced degrees, and their attitude and their personality, I was like, I don't want to be like that. Mm. And that's not to say all people are like that. Yeah. But what I was in a a, a social realm where I, snooty, I don't want to be don't snooty. Be so snooty booty. Yes, <laughs> and I didn't want it. I didn't want that. Mm. I didn't want it. So, final question. Since you brought it up, doctorate, Duh. Dr. Cobb. I, Dr. Cobb is something that I look at as a dream deferred. It's something that if I had um, finished uh, with my degree in my 20s, I I would pursue that. And I'm not going to say I'm not going to pursue it. You're young. And I have people that approach me and it's Dr. Cobb. And I say, I don't have my doctorate. And I mean, it's people. I mean, wait, I mean, I have an attorney friend. I have another doctor friend. And, and I seriously, when they walk up, you're supposed to be Dr. Cobb. And I'm like, huh? but we'll see. <laughs> if, along with that comes financing and those Dreadful student loans that you ugh, want to try to pay ugh. off. Well, if that's so the case, mm. I won't. I would love to have a doctorate, but yeah, I will have to pay for it cash. Gotcha. Well, this was fun. I hope you enjoyed it. It was. I hope you enjoyed it, so we can count count you in for another one I next guess time. We will. I guess Excellent. we will. I thought you did a good job. You didn't sound too southern or anything. So wow. look at you. Wow. Well, people love the southern southern twang though. So they do. Yeah. They do. This was great. I'm so glad that you hopped on. And for all of those who listen, I know I had a student in particular who said, Please get your mom on a podcast. I hope <laughs> that you listen to this one. Um, we'll see if we can get her to do another. Is the student in school now? Yes. It was one of your seniors from last year? No. Okay, so maybe I get to see him since I got to be here for two weeks. Maybe, maybe. I get to come visit the class. Maybe, we'll see. We'll see. So yeah, so she is on here. We got her on, so shout out to you. You know who you are, and um, we hope you enjoyed it. We enjoyed the setup. I'm glad. I'm glad. You'll have to tell Brandino. You will. You will. You'll have to tell him. Till next time. Till next time. Bye.